Bang, bang. Today's a big day in crypto on a Friday to close out the week. Um, first, a SEC commissioner said that uh, they felt like an ETF would eventually be approved, uh, that the applications would meet the standard uh, that they look for. Um, right now, the big issues are around uh, the market and the manipulation, um, but it does seem like uh, they are enthusiastic or, or at least uh, optimistic about passing an ETF application. I, I tend to think that this is uh, not as big a news as everyone is making it out to be. If you think about where we are in a market cycle, uh, there's very obvious manipulation going on some of these exchanges. Um, and so it wouldn't surprise me if we get to uh, Q3, Q4 this year and we still haven't had an ETF approval. Um, the big question is going to be, do they approve one of the uh, single asset ETFs, so Bitcoin only, uh, or do they go ahead and approve one of the um, index ETFs, kind of a crypto basket, um, if you will, uh, here in the United States? Uh, something to watch, um, and I think the really a lot of people believe once an ETF is approved, there's going to be this uh, run-up in price. Um, I'm not sold that that's going to happen in the short term uh, of an approval. It would be really interesting to me if the consensus thought um, lies there, if an ETF was approved and the price stayed flat or dropped in the short term. I think that would be um, kind of an unexpected event. And, and so thinking through what the uh, opportunities there would be um, or, or kind of the ramifications uh, is an interesting thought exercise. Um, moving along, uh, Wells Fargo continuing to have trouble today. Uh, they, they've come out now and they've stated that they believe that um, a lot of uh, the issues are from uh, a server fire, um, but the accounts are still down for many people online. Um, some people are unable to move funds. Uh, some people are having withdrawals uh, limited. And so what this got me thinking a lot about today is uh, what would a modern day bank run look like? Um, you know, the there's probably not as much transparency um, but, but there is a lot of risk in that the banks own your money once you deposit it. You, you can't get it back. And so uh, a lot of people on Twitter are worked up. But the, the idea here is there is a financial institution that has the control of a lot of people's money right now. And those people are asking for their money back. They're asking to access their money. They're asking to move their money. And they're being told no. And so in 2019, that's a big problem. Um, and I think that uh, this incident is uh, very peculiar timing because at the same time, uh, the South Korean Central Bank just published a report uh, yesterday on Thursday. And what that report looked at was central bank digital currencies, kind of these state-backed digital currencies. And they literally say in the article or in the uh, report something to the effect of, we believe that people will trust a blockchain-based digital currency over a fiat currency held in a commercial bank. And so what they're talking about is taking you know, a U.S. dollar or other national currency and merely putting it on the blockchain. But when that happens, all of a sudden, there is a much smaller need for those commercial banks. People can actually become their own bank, right? And so uh, what the report goes on to talk about is that the South Korean Central Bank uh, the Bank of Korea are not going to move forward with issuing a central bank digital currency because they believe it will put undue stress on the legacy system. 
They, they literally think that people will see the blockchain-based digital currency. They will withdraw their fiat currency and they will convert it to the blockchain-based um, option. This is, you know, in my mind, saying something like, hey, we know that you will trust the blockchain-based currency over fiat currency, but we're not going to create one so that you have to leave your money in the institutions that you already don't trust. Um, it, it, it's just a very interesting approach. And in my opinion, uh, as I wrote today in, uh, in the Off the Chain newsletter for subscribers, um, it is unlikely that uh, trying to prevent or slow down the adoption of technology is going to be a good strategy for central banks and legacy financial institutions. What is more likely to happen in this scenario is that those very same citizens of the population are going to go look for a digital currency that has all of the benefits without the side effects of censorship um, from a state. And so where do they end up? They end up with a non-sovereign digital currency. And Bitcoin is a, is a great example of that. And so it's unlikely that just because the South Korean central bank doesn't issue one of these digital currencies that people don't ever interface with them. It's more likely, actually, that people will just start to adopt the decentralized one. And by the time that the legacy system realizes what's going on, it's going to be too late. And so um, whether it's the SEC taking their time on the ETF, um, Wells Fargo having issues, uh, or, or kind of central banks figuring out what's their place in this world, I think there's a lot of progress that um, ha has gone on this week. And I hope that uh, it continues into uh, the rest of the year. So um, if you guys don't remember, uh, this is the last episode uh, that will be sent to everyone for Off the Chain Daily, this daily podcast every night on the current news. If you would like to continue to receive this, go to offthechain.substack.com and sign up to become a subscriber. Once you've done that, uh, you will receive a morning newsletter that I write um, to all of our clients at uh, Morgan Creek. And then you will also receive every evening this audio message as well. So hope you guys have a great weekend and I'll see you guys on Monday.